Welcome back to the hottest podcast this side of the equator. Of course, got my two brothers with me. Not actually brothers, but we're, we're, we're pretty much brothers. Right? We're almost like blood. Close enough. We're, we're, we're mm-hmm. almost like blood. Almost. Of course, you got the people's host, Leland Smith. That's right. Mm-hmm. 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 And of course, you got the guy, Chad Dizzle. What's, What's happening? happening, my man? What's going on, man? Do it's you, been a long time. Do double chisel. It's been a while. Do double jizzle. Mm. I feel very out of practice yeah. with this. It does not we are feel very like out of practice. This does not it's feel been natural. A while. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's been about six months since our last drop. Damn. It's a long time. Well, I know. Things happen. I, well, things do Promotion. happen. Look, the lighting isn't perfect, and I'm not looking perfect. I haven't brushed my hair today, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Okay? doesn't. We're here. Three guys from three states, mm-hmm. slightly overweight, mm-hmm. to bring you what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. Things are different this time. We're not. It's not. It's a little different. It's not like I mean, Josh, you're gonna have to let everybody in on the joke here. Like, what exactly is happening here? We brought it all together. Right. We brought it all all together. Basically, it's not the same due to time frames, we have pretty much done the fusion hop mm. and combined all three shows into one. I'm talking Dogcast. I'm talking Scare Task, and I'm talking the Turnbuckle Report all in one podcast to bring you it all. Kame. <laughs> I love it. Whoa. Kame. I wanted to Kamehameha right into this show. I'm just going to Kamehameha haul over this episode. Oh, so I'm going to Kamehameha. I'm going to Kamehameha. What have you guys been up to? <laughs> it's good to be back on the mic. It's great. It's good. It's great. You know, I'm, I'm happy great. to be back on. We are recording the day after the 2023 Royal Rumble. So I'm I'm clearly excited to talk some wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty excited. I'm so excited. It is a little weird, isn't it? Let's address the elephant in the room. It's a little weird. It is a little strange. It's almost like the Are first time. Are you saying the elephant in the room because I'm overweight? No, you see how I popped my shirt out when <laughs> I said that? And I showed okay. my chest gotcha. in the camera as if as if I was the elephant. Um, he hasn't brought uh, out the pepperones yet. Ooh. Not yet. Well, I could always. Can you? There it is. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> The lighting, yep. I will say the lighting made yep. made your pepperones look very emo. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're actually going for a goth look, okay? Said, Thank you. We switched out the pepperoni and we're deep salami now, okay? Holy smokes, Josh, you've got married mm-hmm. now. It's all about the salams. I know. I, I got to be honest. I thought I w- so I wasn't all for the teams meeting to do the podcast today. I was really like, why don't we just stick to what's been working? But for some mm-hmm. reason, this seems to be working better because I can see you guys better. Mm-hmm. The cameras are clear. Leland, you're coming in loud and clear. Josh looks great. Maybe mm-hmm. Teams is the way to go. And I'm not trying Thanks. to plug Microsoft, but this seems to be working a little better. Look, I like it. I'm not big on Teams, but if you want to download it, go ahead and go to Google, <laughs> type in teams.com. You know what? <laughs> download it. It's free to download. I will say I, I knew you. You're so like easy to read, Chad. Just a simple line in a text. When I'm like, hey, why don't we let's you know let's jump on Teams? It's easy. I've got the I'll set it up. I'll send out the email or whatever. And you're like, well, Teams is good, but uh, you know we could use uh, whatever the fuck you called it. What was it? Discord. Yeah, Discord. Yeah, yeah. And I instantly thought, I'm like, Chad hates the Teams idea. Oh well, it's not you. So why did I even bring it up? (laughs) Why did I even go there? I work on Teams because I work remotely. I just don't, you know, it feels like work when you're on Teams. I just wanted to be on something that didn't feel like I'm at the office trying to do a little bit of work. I wanted to mm-hmm. feel like something was relaxed and chill. But now that we're on it, I'm on board for it. 
Yeah. This is great. What if we just pretend that this is teams, but it ends in a Z? Oh, it's a little teams. more edgy. Teams. Teams. I like, like it. Cheez-Its. I do have I like an actual it. teams call. Cheez-Its before Mandela Effect, that at, is. Now it's just Cheez-Its. I do have a teams call at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. A work one, that is. So I'm going to have to remember to take off the background. Or that's going to be uh, a few questions to be answered. I think you need to Do you to want us it. to hop in that call with you? <laughs> I would actually love Let's that. Just, yeah, just reporting live. We're just reporting live. Join him. We got uh, the douchebags <laughs> over here punching numbers. <laughs> a bunch I, of numbers. Crap. Nerds. Tunes. Bunch of nerds. What I feel like. What's been up to? It's been six months. Oh my gosh, man. So many things have happened. So we were going to record a. On TBR, like what was going on six months? I think we were getting ready for uh, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and my company experienced a really bad like ransom attack, man. So that that in itself like stopped my entire world. So as an IT person, when you experience something like that, everything everything in your life is over. Like you're just you don't you're working sixteen, seventeen, eighteen hours a day. That's all you do is to put out this major fire. So for me. At that time, it was like the podcast had to come like dead last to priorities at that time, mm-hmm. which sucked. But, you know, we never got to jump on the mic, discuss any more wrestling. TBR took a huge backseat. Um, but things are going well in my job now. Things are back up and stable. So it's, it's to me, this is almost like therapy. It's good to get on the mic and just kind of talk about those things because. Um, just close your eyes. Listen to my sound of my voice. We should be on the call map, guys. We can mm. just <laughs> switching platforms again. All right, yeah. we're, let's we're get on the call, man. We're switching the platform. <laughs> five minutes already. in, we're already switching. It's fucking we're guy. Fi- we're five. Let me pause it. Let me pause it. Start it over. <laughs> you know, it was kind of a weird time to get out of the wrestling podcast too, because Vince McMahon was just fired. He like remotely. Don't worry, he's back. Don't it. There was so much news. There was so much news at that time. time. Now he's back. Yeah, it's like nothing changed. Now it's like it's all back the way it was. Nothing. Ch- yeah. It was like it was meant to be that way. But there was well, so much news, right? You had CM Punk and all the behind the scenes with AEW. You had Vince McMahon and his garbage. You had Sasha, 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 Sasha Banks and all her Sasha garbage. Sasha Banks came in with all the chippy moves. <laughs> it was Great just hair, such a crazy time to quit. We should have... Ah, we, had, we had so much news to, to pump out. It would have been a good time for TBR, for sure. It's just, okay. We're, we're back. back. We're back. It's okay. Well, I I wasn't it, taken by Russia, um, like Chad was, but I I received a promotion, something I've been working for for about fifteen years. So, um, that was fun time. That's good. Yeah, it was fun time. It's a fun time. Real fun time, and my world got tipped upside down, and now I'm starting to feel a little normal in my life again, and um traveled the world your life got flips up okay. upside down i like to take a trip just sit right there record a podcast with my three boys right here sing it again sing it again can you do it again can you, you do can't it again? do it again no way you, can you do can't it do it again no, i usually can't can't do it again. no i usually can't yeah yeah it's been great you know, you know what you know what i wasn't to, you know let's just let's just let's just dabble into the wrestling for a mm. second the women's rumble, which, by the way, it was weird that it started with the men's rumble. Very much Opened so. Opened with it. Because yeah, normally it ends that. with it. The winner points at the WrestleMania logo. You're like, oh, I wonder if he's going to go. And then what happens at the women's rumble? Number 30? My favorite wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. Made her epic return. <laughs> Nia Fattisfot Jacks <laughs> Made her return to the ring. I'm, early I'm early so reports are showing that, that she's only she only hurt five people. <laughs> 
It's too early to call. It's too early to tell. It's only five. Tell, but it looks like only five people are injured. Two have died. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> two have died. Well, what do you expect when you got Piper and Nia Jax in the ring at the same time? When I saw Piper had returned, I was like, all wow. they need now is Nia Jax. And then number 30, like, <laughs> number 30, I see a Nia Jax. I'm like, no fucking way. Did she just Why? show up? <laughs> I may have had mind. that. I definitely had the line of the night, though. So uh, we're watching Chelsea Green comes out, and I'm pumped. I'm like, holy shit, Chelsea Green. This is This is a big deal. And I'm yeah, telling my fa- yeah, I'm telling my family like she this is badass. She's a great heel. She was awesome in Impact. This is going to be good. Not only you know she started with it with WWE, but but I know her at least from Impact. And the no minute I way. said I could see her making a real run in this Rumble, <laughs> <laughs> she gets her ass tossed out. And it was like She's, thirty. She did yet. set a record. Yeah, uh, Michael Cole did have to point out she set a record last night. So what a douche for Chelsea Green. I, I asked and Goofball beat Rey Mysterio's record last night too, lasting over an hour, an hour and thirty two minutes for the men's rumble. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I hated. But, oh, Rey the Mysterio men's never ended up coming out. His music played. A never came out. Played. What's gonna never happen with so that? The, never. He's came the out. real winner in my eyes. I was yeah. waiting. <laughs> I was waiting the, the entire time for Rey Mysterio to like pop out of the ring or do something mm-hmm. because they, I, I still don't understand what happened. There was it's no just another one of those scenarios where they don't give a shit. So okay, number seventeen, Ray Mysterio's hit hits Boudica Boudica six one nine, as we all know, and nothing happens, and everybody and Michael Cole, uh, uh, Pat McAfee, they all play it off. Corey Graves like it's nothing, and then eighteen hits. Dominic the bitch comes out wearing his daddy's mask. Not sure what that means. They still don't play into it. I read her article on Wrestling Inc. this morning that was talking about it, and um, Wrestling Inc.'s a bunch of fucking retards, to be honest with you, because they'll they'll have great ads and like great clickbait, and this is how it'll read: What really happened to Rey Mysterio at the Rumble? And then I'll read the entire fucking article while I'm, you know, by the way, they they ruined a perfect shit for me. I read the entire entire article just to figure out that they have no clue. No, we we don't really know <laughs> what happened. Never believe what happened yeah. because Rey Mysterio was. Lacing up his boots, uh-huh. Nia Jax comes walking in the hallway. And she, he was one of the bumped into him. That was injured. He's out for six months. Early reports are stating. I heard this from Meltzer. Early reports are telling us that they had an altercation at catering. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. He walks out with his stupid ass mask on too, and he's like, "I'm gonna rip it." Like he's Brock fucking Lesnar gonna rip that leather mask, and he's like, "He struggled so much with that." Can't rip it because you're a little pussy. He boy. threw a couple Budicas out there too. He's like, Budica. Buddha, yeah. And then, and then you got Michael Cole on there. Well, he just came back from prison. And just, Shut the fuck up, dude. By the way, I watched that mask. TikTok. That was the most cringy TikTok I've ever seen in my entire life where you got Rhea Ripley like fighting the cops to like break out Dominic Mysterio. Oh, it, was it was so great. stupid. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Talking about Nia did Jackson. You wa- did elephants. you watch it? Hang on a second though. Did you watch it live? Did you watch it live on Raw when that vignette happened? No, I, oh. I they turned it I I caught it on TikTok. It man. was wrestling magic. It was wrestling magic. But anyway, I it looks stupid on TikTok. I can I can only imagine it looked dumb on Raw. It was amazing. Well, listen, magic like like Doctor Strange magic? Or are you talking like David Blaine? 
I'm talking like Stone Cold broke into Brian Pillman's house with a nine mil. Awesome. Because it was, it was that so good for you. It was so stupid. It was so wrestling stupid <laughs> that I'm like, this is this is why I love wrestling because uh, I'm to believe that Rey Mysterio in his fancy mansion with good for him, good for him. He's probably the only Mexican on his block. He is living there, living his life, and, yeah, he and, he had to, and he had to send his son to jail that night. God bless you, WWE. It was sad. It was sad to see he had to, he had to send real... Morty back to prison. Yeah, back to it prison. was really sad to see. That, that's prison. a typical night in Chicago or any other place. Kenosha San County, Diego. Will. That's San Diego. And, and, right it's it just a normal night, but... But in that neighborhood, that was a big fucking deal, man. Those guys uh-huh. probably that lost was a their big mind. Fucking deal. Jen and her husband, they were talking about it for weeks. But what's crazy is when when Rhea was breaking him out of prison, if you saw a little angle in the in the food bay, you saw Booker <laughs> T and Stone Cold still going at it. Going the at it. Throat. Hitting the supermarket <laughs> sweep. Kicking ass. What'd you guys think of Booker T returning? That's why he was at the Rumble. I loved it. What'd you guys think of Booker T? A waste. Oh, yeah. No, nope, he did his it. little, you know, break dance in the ring. I thought it was cool, but he looks so out of shape. His oh. geriatric ass tries to throw a spinneroonie, and he's like, oh. <laughs> and then they throw him out of the ring. It's like, get your old, your hair's down to the fucking your feet. Mm-hmm. Get out of the ring. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't Save trip on it coming Nia out Jax. to the ring. Was so surprised. Yeah, it, unbelievable. So, so the elephant guys, in the room that I was trying I to talk about, because you keep talking sorry, about Nia Jax, I got to bring up the elephant. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Yes. Cody fucking Rhodes went in the rumble for the men's. I cannot stand this. Hey, I cannot stand Rhodes. But there was something that I needed to hear on the mic coming from you, Leland, because you said there was yep. some behind the scenes shit where you're like, you know what? I'm now a fangirl for Cody Rhodes. Yes. Fuck mm-hmm. the Bucks. Which I, I say fuck the Bucks all the time, but this is like legit fuck the Bucks. So what's going on that made you on board with Cody and now like fuck the Bucks for real? Like AEW, fuck you type stuff, where you were just this big AEW guy. Okay, so let me explain this. I still love AEW with all of my heart and soul. Um, we were there at WrestleMania when the when the biggest pop of probably the last, oh my god, maybe ten years of WrestleMania happened when yep. freaking you know the the American Nightmare shows up. And you and I were probably, out of 75,000 people that night, we were probably the only ones not cheering. Um, and that's fine. But when you, when you fast forward from that moment three months, and we're off air at this point. We're not recording, right? We're just, we're just, we're just kind of dialing back into being fans. And <clears throat> we have the CM Punk deal that happens with the Bucks, with Kenny Omega. Uh, we see that Tony Khan has zero leadership skills, skills and doesn't know no how control. to hold in anybody accountable. Um, so we're seeing that unravel. And then you see the Bucks that are little bitches. I mean, flat-out little bitches. It's, it's if they don't get every ounce of their way, then screw you. We're leaving. We're going to take our, our bag and, and go home. And, and Tony Khan thinks he has to have them. That's the problem. Is he, he thinks that his fan base, his AEW fan base, is going gonna, is gonna to leave the second he stands against the Bucks, which is completely wrong. All over again. It's completely wrong. The Bucks are bullshit. They're not believable. They're not good wrestlers. I'm sorry. I, I don't feel like they're good. I don't like their gimmick. I don't like their super kicks. I think they've killed the business when it comes to finishers. 
And now the fact that they have my beloved AEW in the palm of their hands because Tony Khan has little fucking balls, it bothers me. And then I start thinking about, well, okay. Well, Cody was an EVP with these guys. And we this whole time as fans just thought he was being, he was being a little bitch, right? Or yeah. was he just showing signs of somebody that's like, I'm sick and tired of every moment having to go against these guys that don't respect the business that my father created and that his father created. You see what I'm saying? I think that he got tired. He hit a wall where he was just sick and tired of dealing with these dudes, probably going to Tony Khan, having the same kind of leverage that the Bucks did. And he's, he's hitting a wall where he says, you know what? I'm going to leave one boot in the ring to send you guys a sign to let you know that I'm disgruntled. I think it was a cry for help. And then you see him go to WWE, and nobody, nobody in WrestleMania even thought twice, except for you and I, Chad, even thought twice about his antics in the AEW. Everybody was like, holy shit, the prodigal son has returned, and we now need to ordain him with everything. And look how good he's doing. He won me over at Hell in the Cell when he took the jacket off and his, his, his pectoral is completely blowed up. And he's still wrestling. And then to come out, to come out to find out that was real. 100% real. It wasn't a work. Not a work it at all. It was real. I think Oof. the WWE has an opportunity Brutal. here to create the biggest baby face since Hulk Hogan with, Amer with, with Cody Rhodes. I think they have an opportunity here, and I think they're seizing that opportunity. And I think the way that Royal Rumble ended last night, they sealed the deal that not only is Cody getting, um, getting the titles at WrestleMania, but he's gonna get he's gonna get the winged eagle back. We're gonna see the the actual unification. I think they're strapping their horse to Cody Rhodes. And and when I looked at the whole picture, that's where I said, "Fuck the Bucks! I'm on Cody's bandwagon," because I think the Bucks are bitches, and I think Cody was uh, was ex actually letting people know what he's been dealing with, but didn't really know how to express that. Because don't forget, there's still a little kayfabe left left in this guy. There's still a little bit of it left, which the Bucks have no fucking clue what that is. They have no clue. They've destroyed the businesses. They're crybabies. Every chance they get, every moment they get on AEW, they fucking try to destroy, destroy the business. Stop slapping your leg. Give a real fucking kick. Be a man and take your fucking necklace off when you're in the ring. Act like you're actually doing something, you piece of shit. So, you know what that makes me wonder when you say all that? It makes me wonder if I took the wrong side when CM Punk was disgruntled because I feel like all of his anger was towards the Bucks. Yeah. Totally a punk. I guy. mean, some I, of yeah. it was some some of it was towards Hangman Page. Yeah, but a lot of that anger was towards the Bucks, and he was letting mm -hmm. people know these guys are fucking bitches, man. I don't like yeah, these guys. They're bitches. Yep, I That's don't like them. On. You know, CM, CM Punk, as much of a bitch as he is, because you know me, I've never really been a huge CM Punk guy. Mm -hmm. Ever, no. never. I'm not ever, either. Ever. I'm not either. But when that whole thing broke out, and you know me, I've been less of a Bucks guy than I've ever been a CM Punk fucking guy. Mm -hmm. The Young Bucks to me have always been a Western family version of fucking anything you'd buy off the shelf. Mm -hmm. Okay, they've just been the most B-rate pieces of shit I've ever watched in wrestling. And the fact that that was about 80% of his angle and why he was annoyed, I took his side. CM Punk, you know, as much as I dislike him, I hate the Bucks twice as much. Mm -hmm. I really do. And after everything that's going on with Cody Rhodes coming out, you know, it, it just kind of shows that it, it's probably what CM Punk said what was going on. He's catching so much heat for this, too, because you got the guys in WWE saying, we're not going to take him back. No one's really wanting him. He's pretty much blackballed from everywhere, which, to be honest, CM Punk really doesn't want to wrestle anyways. He was kind of doing it for the fans. The fans kind of shit on him. So, I mean, it's not really a big deal for him anyways. 
But the whole fact that everything's going to turn out the way that it is, you got the Young Bucks just trying to be freaking Scott Hall and Kevin Nash all over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going, we're going to run this whole freaking show. And then what do you got? You got the guy in charge going, we'll do whatever you want. We'll we'll just do whatever you want. No, fuck that shit. Completely shift your focus to Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. You got Chris Jericho. You, You have such a better roster and people to care about than any of the Young Bucks antics. And then half the time they walk out, and it's like, what are you even doing here? So the the, the fact that Cody Rhodes is back on an actual platform for as long as that's going to last, who knows if Saudi Arabia is going to turn it into a fucking Yankee Danky doodle fucking show. <laughs> but for as long as we got it going on right now, I, I, I think that... Dude, I think that Cody Rhodes is in a great, great spot, and I do agree with you. I think he's they have him positioned to become probably the face of the company, and I do think that's where Roman Reigns is going to lose his belt. It's going to be to Cody Rhodes, and I hope to God they switch out that bullshit fucking W belt. It's just a piece of shit belt mm-hmm. that they've reworked for the last 10 years. It I, looks like garbage. I got something on that. I don't think the belts mean shit in WWE except for the uh, United States and the Continental and the re- the Intercontinental. And the reason I say that is I feel like whoever holds the belt in WWE, if it's either the, you know, the the heavyweight or the uh, the Universal, has the best storyline in wrestling because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like think about this, I love this is Hunter's that Sammy Sammy Zayn story as as with Roman Reigns. I didn't give a shit if. Kevin Owens won. All I was waiting for was for Sami Zayn to turn on Roman Reigns. I was just counting, How looking at the clock, waiting pop? for that, that to happen. And it was amazing. So I'm like, you know, and then it got me thinking. I was like, you know what? The belts don't mean shit. It's All the belt is is telling the crowd whoever carries the belt has the best story in wrestling, period. And, period. Sorry, Bucks. You guys are fucked. But the best story in wrestling is Roman Reigns. And the bloodline, anything that they do is the best story because they hold the titles. They're going to get the best story. Whether whether it's them making the story or not, they hold the titles. They get the best story in wrestling, and that's what's happening. You know, what, besides Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, you know, you know what? Bray Wyatt doesn't necessarily have the best story, but Bray Wyatt is a hell of a, he's got so much charisma. He's, the he's new a hell taker. of an actor. Did you guys catch the Firefly Funhouse where he came in and he was doing like the, oh, you know, he's talking to the little bunny rabbit. He's like, you should be afraid of the dark. And then all of a sudden you see Mm -hmm. Uncle Howdy show up on the TV and then it flashes back to Bray and he's got that serious face. And he's like, you did this. This is your fault. Whatever comes out of that door, you're going to deal with. And I was like, wow, dude, he can flip a switch. He's got me. Amazing. So it's not that Bray Wyatt has a great story. It's just Bray Wyatt is a great character. The best story in wrestling is Roman Reigns in the Bloodline period. That's my take on it. He's that's mankind how I and the under- Undertaker in one character. Yeah, he's he's everything. That's, that's what he is. I, we saw all like his characters to, last night. I'd actually like to to dig into a little a couple things you said there, Chad. So, uh, go, going it's TBR, back, to baby. Inter- go, I know, and I, I hate to I hate to consume it, but I think I think this episode's going to be consumed just because we have the Rumble. Um, that's the new platform. G- going back to the Intercontinental title you're talking about. This is Hunter's uh, vision. When he was coming through the ranks, the Intercontinental title, uh, not so much the United States title at the time, because that was a WCW thing. Uh, The Intercontinental title represented the worker, represented the best worker in the business. 
um, the, the, the heavyweight title represented the most over and the most charismatic. Uh, but the, the boys in the back, they pop for the dude wearing the Intercontinental title. And I think they're going back to that. And you could see that in the Rumble last night. Your first entry is Gunter. Okay, which I, I love this dude, and, and I th- I've said that on previa, uh, previous episodes. I love this dude. Complete worker. He, you, knew, I, you knew that when he went in, he's not winning it because he's the current intercontinental, current intercontinental title uh, champion. He's not going to win it. But he goes all the way, and I think that that gives relevance to that intercontinental title. Is That's Hunter telling the world um, it means something again. That the dude holding that title is the guy that's going to go in number one, and he's going to go all the fucking way. And the only way he's going to get beat is a fresh number 30 entry of Cody Rhodes. I think Gunter comes out looking more hot and looking more uh, uh, over than even, even Cody in that rumble. Uh, now, what you said about Bray Wyatt, something monumental happened last night in the WWE that's never, ever, ever happened. The Mountain Dew pitch black match. Uh, you, we were all kind of texting about it, but this match is the first time in WWE history, WWF history, that there was a sponsored logo in the middle of the ring. That is the first time that's ever happened. Vince McMahon has always looked at the ring. He's always accepted sponsorships for years. Snickers has sponsored uh, WrestleMania, um, you know, but, but whatever. I'm not going to dig into that. But if you go back to WCW days. The big sponsor was Slim Jim because Macho Man was there, right? And you would see oh, yeah. you'd see Slim Jim logos all over the ring to include on the mat. So Vince has been known and saying, and all people around him, uh, Bruce Pritchard, all these folks, have all said around him that that is sacred ground to him. You can sponsor uh, WrestleMania. You can sponsor the Royal Rumble, but you're not going to touch the mat. So that's huge that last night, not only, and I think that says something too. I think it says that Vince is back, but he's not really running things because that logo was blasted right in the middle of the ring. It didn't, uh, for everybody to it see. It didn't feel like a Vince McMahon Royal Rumble either. It didn't. It, there was, there One was of the stories reasons I loved it so much, me with Rey Mysterio, but it did not feel like a Vince McMahon Royal Rumble at all. If it was good, mm-hmm. I, I give the Royal Rumble an A minus all around because there you go. There, yeah. I, I, I did not like, and I'm saying this as a fan saying it was still a good match, but it was the weakest match in the card was indeed Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss, but it was still a good Ugh. match overall, but it wasn't the best on that card. The 30 the thirty woman was great. The 30 man was great. Um, Bray Wyatt's match was just, he always puts on a, a show and it was fantastic. And then you had the Bloodline storyline, which is just fire right now. Um I give it an A minus. The biggest change, I mean, you could really tell, which is kind of a good sign, because when Vince came back, you heard all these reports about sixty percent of the companies thinking about dipping, right? So you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh fuck, here's the end of wrestling as we know it. The Royal Rumble starts, and what does it start with? The fucking thirty man rumble. Okay. Was it a it's, good move? It's. I think it was because I think yeah, what it was. I, it, I think I think that was them taking charge. And what it was was them pretty much letting people know without letting them know this is a new era. Yeah. And although the Rumble's huge, it doesn't need to be the focal point of the pay-per-view, which has never happened. No. So you open it up with why everybody's there to watch mm-hmm. it, which is going to bring everybody on the, the – just, okay, what more do we got? It's going to get them so there on time. Rumble is 
Yep. And then you know the women's rumble is going to end up coming later, and then you still got your main event, you know, with Roman Reigns, all that shit. To touch on the Bianca Belair match, that was a trash match coming from someone who's a huge Bianca Belair fan. Mm-hmm. Disappointment. It, it was like they didn't they didn't go over what they were going to do. They were both dumbfounded the whole match. Throw that out of the card. If it wasn't for that match, the Royal Rumble as a whole probably got a nine point five for me because it was not only that. I mean, it was it was just. There was no Uncle Howdy for what the WWE has. It, it, it really was. There was no Bray Wyatt, and, then, and they, they teased that for the last month that there was going to be some interference there, and there ended up being nothing. That For me, that was the letdown because I want to know what this Alexa Bliss is going to be doing. Is she struggling with now that Bray Wyatt's back and in her head? And, and this, dude's, yeah. this, dude's, Throw that away. this dude's on a different fucking level, I'm Throw telling you. He's thinking. Throw that out. Yeah. You, you, you just need to keep Bray Wyatt moving forward as the new Undertaker. And they touched on yeah. that at the fucking reunion show on Raw. Yeah. Undertaker pretty much handed him the, past. the, the keys. Yep. Hey, this is you. You're you know what I think it was lost? Carry this on. Mm-hmm. I think they abandoned it. I think they abandoned it. I think they saw the end of that match with LA Knight. And the, the writers and creators are like, Alexa is going to diminish what we just put on. Like, we can't. Whatever they had planned. I guarantee they scrapped it and said, "You think it was a last minute? Do edit? something else." Yeah, because they look so out of sync. There's no way that they these two, sync. Alexa Bliss, sense. is such a good wrestler, and so was Bianca Belair. Why did they look like shit last night? Like they look that's a really good bad, point. and they're not bad wrestlers. That's a good point. I didn't think so about that. They so. probably said, "You know what?" After that match ended, I bet the the writers are like, "Well, that was bigger than we expected, and whatever we do with Alexa Bliss is going to ruin all of that." So we need to like abandoned whatever plan they had was abandoned because i almost feel like it was probably going to happen early on they're probably going to have uncle howdy out there it was all probably going to happen immediately but it didn't so that these two women had to actually go out and put on a match and they just looked like they didn't prepare they had nothing they just threw as they are they're still pretty green you know alexa bliss has been doing this for a long time Mm -hmm. Bianca hasn't been doing it for quite as long but it kind of shows that they are green that when you need to come up on something on the fly if that is what ended up happening, they really can't do it. I mean, it's just really not something. That well, they're able they're, to they're pull being off. they've been raised into this version of the WWE that hands you a script. I mean that that on the fly stuff is old school, and quite frankly, it's AEW. And if you haven't lived that, you're never going to know how to do it. It just looked weak, but <clears throat> that's what I think might have happened. But, I could be totally wrong. Let's let's when move you touch on to the, the angle though with Sami Zayn though. Hold on a sec. When you touch on the angle with 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 Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. did you did anybody? That's pick where you're up? going. It pretty much paid. That's where I was going. It, it, it paid homage to the fact that when Roman Reigns turned on uh, Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and when Seth Roll, I mean when Seth Rollins turned on Roman Reigns and hit him in the back with the chair, it was it, it was, was a call like You're watching the same sort of thing with the shield. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the shield. I so I just, when my first thought when the when the show started was wow they're starting with the men's men's rumble I inst that's what you text even yeah like I starting with the rumble I instantly thought well that means something big is happening tonight and of course because I'm a complete mark I thought oh that means mm, fucking rocks coming here we go it didn't happen but I thought it had a great ending I thought that that main event. Roman Reigns, man, is he not doing the best work of his life? I mean, holy shit. He is so believable. Like, when I see him out there, I really think I'm looking at some kind of God. I swear. 
not only does Paul Heyman put it over to the moon like a complete douchebag, but it, it's just so believable, his, the way he looks and everything. Great match. Kevin Owens, I knew he was going to deliver. These two, him and Roman, I, I think in, in Roman's title reign. They always have his, killer his matches. His best matches. Yeah, always his best matches have been, with, have always. been with KO. So I knew they were going to have a, a barn burner. Great match. Completely believable. Mm-hmm. But can I just say for a second... Sami Zayn is the most believable wrestler we've had in 20 years. The guy... Because Sami Zayn is the most underrated wrestler that nothing. we've ever had in the last 20 years. He, does, he doesn't have to do anything in the ring. It's his faces. It's his struggle, his emotion, his storytelling. I believe it. And you knew when they... When they it was kind of odd to me, you know, in my faith. They put, they, they put uh, Kevin Owens up kind of like on a little crucifix in the ring and then just started <laughs> destroying the dude. Um, but Sami Zayn, and when he finally hit Roman, and he milked that to the very perfect second, when he finally hit Roman with that chair shot, the place erupted. Fifty thousand people. That was a. It was a huge pop. That was that was a stone cold pop right there. It was huge. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> when when I Sami Zayn, he's a ring general. He knows where shit's at in that ring. He yeah. knows where the yeah. chairs are at. He knows where the chains are. He knows where the kendo sticks <laughs> Not are. Last he night, knows apparently. where to find his shit. Last night, he was playing so <laughs> stupid, and I loved it. He's like, where's the fucking chair? Where's the fucking chair? I've like, never hit on, anybody man. with You're a chair. Milking. I don't know where those are at. <laughs> he was milking that, and you felt bad for the guy while he's doing that because he's clumsy, yeah. right? So you're like, oh, man, poor Sammy, dude. Like, fuck. And then you realize, like... What the fuck? He knows where everything is. Like, why is he doing this? It yeah. was so good. It's so good. It's it is the best story in wrestling. I I for a long time used to say Adam Page's story with the whole like coming from the bottom and working his way yeah. to the top. It's and a good story. Over, you know, overcoming his demon. It was a good story. But this, the Bloodline story, is obviously the number one story in wrestling, and it, it will be for ages to come. I don't know if they'll ever top it. They may. I don't know. Um, but the best ever. You think it's the best ever? Uh, outside of the original NWO story that came in in 96, this one's up there. It's up there for me. No, I I agree, though. It's definitely Roman Reigns' best storyline, for sure. And it's definitely probably top three WWE storylines, probably probably wrestling storylines to ever come out, honestly. I think this is... Which is fortunate. I think this is on the level of McMahon and Stone Cold from 98. That's my opinion. That's... I think it's that that good. good. I, you know, there's one line that Roman Reigns said in that match last night that I thought was just beautiful. It's perfect. He looked at Sami Zayn and he says, "Do you want to keep wrestling jackass at WrestleMania?" Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Oh, uh, that for me, this is perfect wrestling soap opera. It's perfect because we were at that WrestleMania, and all I could think is, "Fuck, this is what they got Sami Zayn doing." This guy, he's yep. so underrated. And this is what they got him doing, running around the ring with this fucking retard. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I hated that. Bozo the clown out there. Mm-hmm. I hated that. I think Sami Zayn is completely underutilized as a as a as a talent for WWE, but he isn't going anywhere. He's even made it very clear. They'll he will literally do anything they ask him to do. He is a worker. He will do yeah. anything. Like do a jackass match, okay? Uh, and and he'll put he he'll got it over by the way too. Yeah, yeah. So he is. So where's the sleeve for the next belt then? Who who's challenging Reigns? Isn't three it going to be a three way? Is it going to be? 
It's going to be Sammy. Well, they're going to have some three-way matches, right? Because you're going to have Sammy, Jey Uso, and Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Jey Uso's brother, can't think of his name right now. And uh, Solo. The other Uso. Hear me out. Hear me out. They're going to show up at AEW, Doc, by the way. And they're going to challenge for the the six-man tag belt. Okay? It's going to be monumental. I don't know I what really they're going to do. That Cody I don't know Rhodes should do. go for the Intercontinental Belt, and I think they set it up perfect at the freaking Royal Rumble. I mean, as much as the winner of the Rumble goes for the main belt, have him go for the Intercontinental Belt. It would be completely different. But hey, this is a different universe in wrestling right now. Have him go for the Intercontinental Belt, win that belt. I don't think we. And then what he could do from that, you don't think so? I don't think we see Cody wrestle until WrestleMania, because I I still think he's trying to nurse himself. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying he wrestles for that belt at, at Mania. He the Intercontinental. Weak. Yep. No way. No way. The way they're setting up these vignettes, this is all about his pride. This is all about his daddy. Never winning the winged eagle. I'm telling you, he's going to win that belt. It's going to turn. This is my envision. It's going to turn into the winged eagle, undisputed title. It's going to be black with that blue trim. Hear me out. So then what do you do with Sami Zayn then? They're going to do with Sami Zayn what they've always done with Sami Zayn. They're going to plump him up with somebody else and for, fucking forget about him because he ain't going nowhere. He's making millions of dollars. Going I just feel like that's a that's a, a complete waste though. I feel like it's a complete waste of an Josh, angle. Josh, how many how many wastes have they had in WWE? Come on. I mean, they brought Nia Jax back, so I guess <laughs> possible at this point. <laughs> I, I honestly back. see I see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens holding those tag titles is what I see this coming out of. I don't see this being a Sami Zayn WWE Universal Champion at all. I feel like this is tag titles coming his way unified tag titles by the way i think they could give him both did you say Sami Zayn for the intercontinental title or did you say cody rhodes cody rhodes okay i thought i was confused okay i could see sammy going for the intercontinental now it'd be nice what if you had him go for the intercontinental he partners up with cody rhodes cody rhodes gets the belt turns it to the wing angle and then from then on you could have the bloodline versus Sami Zayn and cody rhodes Mm-hmm. Or do you just ditch the bloodline? Because there comes a point. Or Sammy joins him. Start stretching it too far. Yeah. <laughs> it becomes a Nazi. I just invite to, invite Jackass back. Come on back, Jackass. You guys come on in and wrestle WrestleMania with us again. Sammy come on, shaves his Johnny head. Knoxville, Wee Man, come on back. <laughs> Sammy shaves his head, becomes a complete neo-Nazi, and uh, joins Gunter's Emporium. Hey, hey, what's Steve-O doing? Is he sober enough? Get him in the ring. Come on, let's get him all in is there. He, is he sober enough? Is Bam Margera here? <laughs> is he, <laughs> is so, he, is, is he still in rehab? Or, or is he, is he going to... Is Bam Margera even alive? Is he alive? Bring him in. Bring him in. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, we'll have him up in the rafters. He'll be dressed in blue. <laughs> Vince, hear me out, hear me out. Listen, you guys, I got it. The greatest. It's such good shit. I got Jackass for Sami Zayn to... WrestleMania. It's going to be great. Such and it's going to be put on by Netflix. <laughs> It'll be sponsored. It's going to be sponsored by Hulu. Put it out there. It'll Let's go. Spons- It'll be an HBO Max thriller. It'll be oh. the next next big thing on HBO oh. Max. <laughs> on Max right next to The Last of Us. Oh, I can't wait to watch Sami Zayn versus the Jackass Boys on HBO Max. It's <laughs> so stupid. I, w- I, I, I can't be, even. I won't be able to watch it. I don't have HBO Max anymore. What? It's that. What the what fuck that? did you just say? It's a great app. 
<laughs> I do. That's probably that's probably the best. That's probably the best streaming app of any of them. Like I'm gonna cancel Netflix before HBO Max. What made you make this decision? I haven't watched it in a while. I, I really, I just haven't. I really got into the uh, the the Dynasty Lakers show they did where um, John C. Riley was was. Dr. Oh, that Jerry was Buzz. That was a great show. Amazing. And I, I just I just go on there every now and then and I don't really find anything I want to watch and you know I I I just it just didn't do nothing for me. I not, I'm not saying I won't ever go back to it, but you know, I don't want to keep paying fifteen bucks a month for something. Are you I into watch. are you into like the zombie zombies and all that type of genre of, of TV shows? I'm not talking like The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead was okay, but like just zombie genre movies in general. Um I do like them, but I'm not I'm not scarecast level. If that's what you're asking, I love Twenty Eight Days Later. Not level scarecast, okay. <laughs> I I'm glad you're plugging me, but listen, I, I love Twenty Eight Days Later. I thought that was one of the best zombie type flicks cool I've ever watched. Cool which really, movie, yeah. I loved it. Went to the theater, watched it years ago. That's what The Last of Us kind of feels like, except it's not a dude waking up in a in a hospital realizing the world's been taken over by zombies. It's the Last of Us on HBO Max is so good, man. You got to get it back because this is about people being taken over with fungus in their brains. Like it, it's just like a um, you know, like some ants. A fungus that really exists too. Right. Nonetheless, it's a fungus that actually exists that actually takes over small uh, insects, insects like worms and shit like like that, and actually does that to them. It and, actually, and basically, zombifies them. Just eats their like eats them from the inside, and then also has it eating other things to spread so basically it it will attack another ant spreads into that ant and that ant spreads to the next one and the next one and the next one and that's just zombie how ants reproduces so the so basically that's the concept of the last of us is that a fungus is taking over the brain making their human being into a zombie and it's just eating it from the inside out and the whole premise is that there's this girl that's immune to it and they're trying to take her somewhere to help create a vaccine so while She's they're getting her to like Wyoming or wherever they were trying to go. I can't recall. Josh, you may remember from the game. I'm only that two was episodes I Am in. Legend. That was I Am Legend. <laughs> I get to I Am Legend. <laughs> Wyoming. I get that a real dude, big Wyoming. Chad, you were so into that movie back in the day. Oh, my God. I Am Legend. I love that movie. Well, the Last of Us is the same thing. It's I the love same that movie. Setup. It really is. It's the same storyline. You have, you have I Am Legend where Will Smith can't be infected right so then they're trying to get everybody else to trying to go to this the safe haven place and then you got the last of us which is the same scenario but instead of it being someone that's going to slap you for talking about his wife they have this little girl <laughs> and they're trying to bring her out to try to figure out what's going on <laughs> that was a really that's good callback that was a really that's good just, call that's back. what's going on okay i really loved that, that will smith slap of a movie dude like it was fantastic in my opinion the only difference between this uh will smith's movie with with i am legend is the uh, and see i didn't know this at the time i had to google it years later i found out that those were vampires not zombies Mm -hmm. i was like those are fucking vampires i guess it makes sense because they can't go out during the day but these are these are zombies huge it's a huge difference because i am legend was nothing like the book it's one of the only books i've ever actually read i'm not big into reading but I'm legend one of the Truth be known, I have no fucking clue. Truth how to be it. known, <laughs> the ABCs, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, okay? Wait, Doc, <laughs> a little this too is much one of the best titles ever made. 
<laughs> Millions of people tell me it's the, it's the best fishy book I've ever read in my life. Whereas The Last of Us is a fucking one-to-one in some scenes of the video, video game. There's cut scenes in the video game. People put it on all over online. Where it's the same commentary, the same cuts, where they just had them repeat what the game says. And you know why? Because it works. So that's why this movie is touching into so many different fan bases. Because you're touching on the people that like The Walking Dead and the zombie stuff. You're getting hooked into all the gamers. Because anybody that liked the video game, a, a 10 out of 10 is going to like the TV show. Because it's the same thing. You're not There's wrong. Because changes. Even, I'm looking at pictures online right now. And even the casting of the character in the video game to the character in the show is, is fucking spot on. This little girl here is oh my God. spot on. The acting is good. The uh, prosthetics they're using to like make up these people with the like the fungus coming out of their heads is fantastic. The set designs are beautiful. The, the, so how many the how many episodes in are they right now? Uh, two three? episodes in and three tonight. Two. So third yeah. episode will be premiering here in a little bit. Okay, so in five weeks I'll get HBO Max again so I can binge watch it because that's another <laughs> thing I fucking hate about HBO Max is I can't binge watch. Well, it's just like yeah. regular TV. Fuck regular TV. It's just like if we you have, have evolved, TV and then you have Josh, HBO. We've evolved. The only episodic show I watch is wrestling. You've evolved. You've evolved just like the people but last. There's of so us. many great, great thing to bring up, Leland. You've evolved just like the people last. Of us. I have. knew you it were just... going to come in. Blows <laughs> my mind. You don't have HBO right Max. Here. They've got, they've got Peacemaker on there. They have uh, House of the Dragon. They've got this last. Of... There's so many good Game things on HBO. I'm just surprised that you would this cancel. Have you, did you watch Peacemaker? Peacemaker is it was amazing. It until I like saw it? John Cena's yank, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of done. <laughs> he was like, Rapper do my penis. <laughs> exactly. When he <laughs> rapped dude, not my favorite. He rapped his penis. You're kind of not lying here. I mean, the, the zombie with this fungus coming out of its face is kind of wicked looking right now. It's crazy. It kind of has a, it kind of has a, a Stranger Things demigorgon vibe to it. So that's exactly yes. what I was thinking. Yeah, another show I really didn't yeah. like. It was weird that The Last of Us did bring in a Mandalorian because in the video games, a Mandalorian has never been in the games. That's a big <laughs> deal. Pedro Pascal, he came back on. He had to be played. There's a bit of a perfect. I mean, that honestly, right now he's probably one of the biggest actors. Has to be because everything that he's been touching. Has been gold. You got the Mandalorian money. You got the Last of Us now money. He was where in do, Game of Thrones. Where do you money. think he's uh, making more money? This this show, Last of Us or, or Mandalorian? Mandalorian only oh, because Mandalorian. Last of Us yeah, is so but from from what he's I understand, Disney he's, paychecks, he's, man. From what I understand, is he's done. He said, "I'm just done with this. I'm done wearing the helmet." Well, if you've heard a lot of stuff on The Mandalorian Season 3, there's a lot of people that have already apparently dabbled in to see what's kind of going on. Uh-huh. And they're saying that this is going to be kind of a letdown season, Ugh. which is kind of a bummer for me. I'm ready for a second. Because The Mandalorian is my favorite Star Wars thing to ever come out. So if Season 3 is kind of a letdown, I'm no longer a Pedro Pascal fan. Blacklist them. I'm not going to watch The Last <laughs> of Us anymore. Cancel them. I'm going to cancel my subscription. You should cancel him. Cancel. That's Pedro. what I did. That's what I did. I got mad and I said, "You know what, HBO? I'm canceling your subscription because you don't have enough." <laughs> Gina Carano can't be on this. Neither am I. Exactly. Do you know who else that just got recently got canceled? The the guy that uh, voices Rick and Morty got canceled because he was beating his girl. Yeah. Oh, speaking of beating, that very room that you're sitting in right now, Chad, I have released by my children 
uh, in liquid form all over. Are you telling me your dead children are on my bed? <laughs> I am. Here's the thing. You were, I was moving in. I had a stressful day. I had I had whoppers late at night. Okay, my hands were already greasy. And uh, such a too. hot night too. The warmth just, must have just made you feel a certain way. It did. The hot and sweatiness I, I, of it. I didn't yeah. I didn't do what a normal person does and just kind of wipe it, you know, on the curtains. I I wouldn't do that, you know. I just kind of took it. He'd lather himself in it. I just kind of flung it right on the wall. There's no way, you know, once it dries, of course. Right on the family pictures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I had a a picture of Graham Graham right next to the, the, in her old-timey bathing suit. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. That's actually what led you to that point. You she was riding a horse. You were like, yeah. here we go. I, I, oh, Graham Graham. Graham. Was, <laughs> oh, she was in, Graham, her, Graham, she was in a bathing suit riding a horse. It was black and uh, white. I was getting off on it. Old Graham she came Graham. over the she, mountain like Napoleon Dynamite. She, uh, <laughs> it she, was so great. The whole, the whole old-timey bathing suit. She was up north going fishing. Oh. <laughs> it reminded me of Gold Rush. And, you know, I'm a Western boy, and I just <laughs> had to get it in. <laughs> So uh, you're welcome yep. by the, for the for that, by the way. Yep. The, no, those sheets have probably been washed several times since then. So See, I'm I knew you would do it. that. That's why I threw it right on the I wall. I would have kept them. Mm-hmm. I would have kept yeah. them. Josh would have. Josh would have. I would have kept the sheets. I'm pretty sure I did it on Josh's couch as well, too. Oh, thank you. Jesus, you're man. You you're holding it, though. You you're like, ah, oh, this is a new place. Alligator. Need to mark my territory here. Couldn't help myself. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. Fuck your mother. Bing bong. It's, it's, it's been great. You know, I, I think it was great that we came back. Uh, more to come, you know, of course. Morty. Leland, certainly. Certainly Leland, too. He's more to come. you, Morty. <laughs> yep. Leland's. Yeah, speaking of more to, more to come, Leland is going to be there. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. There it is. Hey, oh, tune in yuck. next week. Going to be another banger episode. But for this, this is Dogcast. Bye bye. Peace. <laughs>